Recently, I've been watching a, lot, a, a little bit more TV and been catching up, uh, finding myself diving back in to old reruns of shows that I remember growing up with. One of them in particular that I really enjoy is Boy Meets World. It was a show from the 90s. It's like one of those after-school specials where everything seems to have a meaning and everything seems to all work out in the end over and over. Just recently, one of the episodes reminded me of, a, of this theme, of a theme that's similar in today's gospel. One of the characters, Sean, he's kind of the kid from like the, other, the bad side of the tracks, the bad side of the town. He's got a lot of family issues that come up throughout the course of this show. Well, one of the things that happens is that his dad is oftentimes throughout the show missing. His dad kind of gets, pawns him off on somebody else to take care of him, and he's usually not around. Now, when he comes into town, Sean's dad, they may do a few different things. They might go out to eat. They might do something fun. He makes all these lavish promises, and then sooner or later, he's gone again. And you kind of watch throughout the course of the seasons how it has an effect on Sean. Well, I'm convinced that in things in our lives, intensity is always trumped by consistency. Doesn't matter how many times Sean's dad comes in, to the picture and does these great things, brings him to a water park or an amusement park, bring him out to awesome dinners, buys him stuff. When he gets up and leaves, it kind of undoes all the good. I think Sean, throughout the course of the show, would rather have a dad who was there not doing these lavish things, but just being in relationship with him, being a dad, day in and day out. And you see that with his best friend in the show, Corey. For all of us, I think we can learn something that intensity gets trumped by consistency. And it works also with our relationship with God. See, I can remember growing up and being in, in youth group and going to a few different events and a few different things throughout the year. It might be youth rally that I feel really, really close to God. And then afterwards, that just kind of dies off. And then, oh man, I need to go to something else. So I go to another retreat. And I feel really close to God again. And after a little bit of time, it dies off again. And over and over and over, just going to another event or another thing, just to feel close to God for a few moments, to kind of be reintroduced to Him until I come home and fall away again. I think all of us, in some way, if we're not careful, can look at our lives in that way. Even if it's a week to week, that we come every week to the Mass. We come here a good homily. <laughs> we, come, we, we, we come to the communion. We receive our Lord. We're feeling close and on par with the Lord. And then Monday morning happens. We're distant again. By the time Saturday comes around, man, I need my Jesus fix to be close to him. But Monday's going to come up again, and we may feel separated yet again. 
All of us are being invited today by our Lord, building on last week, where we had all of these different vines in our lives that we can plug into, that we can be rooted into, that we can be grafted to, some that fulfill for a moment, some that don't fulfill at all. But Jesus inviting us that he is the true vine, we are the branches, and that we should graft ourselves to him first and foremost. Today we get the next challenge from our Lord. Not just to abide in him, not just to plug into him, but as he says at the beginning of the gospel, as the Father loves me, so I also love you. Remain in my love. Sometimes it's not the falling in love that's hard. It's the remaining there that's hard. Oftentimes when I'm doing marriage prep with couples, I'll tell them, you know, it doesn't matter how beautiful your wedding is. It doesn't matter how awesome the music or beautiful the dress or perfect the flowers. Something will be missing. And usually that kind of catches, get, I get a look and I, I, a raised eyebrow. But something in a wedding, no matter how perfect and how much the couple gets it, is missing. And we can see it if you look at a couple who's celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary. Old love. Love that's been tried, that's been tested, that's been proven to last. Love that doesn't just rely on the intensity of the wedding day, but love that is tried and tested consistently day in and day out. Where when we don't feel like it, the, the husband and the wife still choose to love one another. All of us, if it's a retreat, if it's mass, can be like that, that excited groom or that excited bride and want to dive into that relationship with God, not recognizing the cost. But are we ready to live a life that looks tested? that looks tried in our love of God. In 1976, the superior general of the Jesuits, his name was Father Pedro Arupe. And Father Pedro Arupe was giving a talk on, a, on talking about having a personal relationship with God. And there was, it kind of abstract sounded like. Well, there was this reporter that was there at the end, that had a chance, there was a chance for questions. And this reporter raises his hand and he stands up and he says, Father, I, I appreciate the talk. It was beautiful. Thank you so much. But can you give us something practical to hang on to? Can you give us something that's truly practical and that we can put into practice in our lives daily? Father Rupe responded, Nothing is more practical than finding God than falling in love in a quite absolute final way. What you are in love with, what seizes your imagination, will affect everything. It will decide what gets you out of bed in the morning, what you do with your evenings, how you spend your weekends, what you read, whom you know, what breaks your heart, and what amazes you with joy and gratitude. Fall in love, stay in love. And it will decide everything. 
I think Father Pedro Arupe's last line, fall in love, stay in love, and it will decide everything, helps to kind of break open today's gospel that Jesus is asking us not only to root ourselves in him, not only to fall in love with him, but to remain there. If it's uncomfortable, that's okay. If it's hard, that's okay. But to stay in that relationship with him. Now, this relationship, this relationship, this one-on-one relationship with God can be formed and built many different ways. But one of the places that it's formed and built the most, and I think that's the biggest encouragement for us today, is in a personal prayer life. Now, we can talk about, oh, yeah, I pray, especially when I need something, right? Like, Lord, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? I know right now a lot of students are thinking it's finals week. I need help. I know your pain. I was a student not long ago. <laughs> but every one of us is called to not just be looking, not just to look at God as if he's some kind of magical vending machine where we put, to, we put our prayers in and we get what we need. But rather, God, when he looks at us, he invites us into an ongoing relationship that we get to know him, that he gets to know us, and we get to walk together through our life. Now, one of the ways, one of the easiest ways that we can access this relationship is a way that's not too popular with Catholics usually, and that's through the sacred scripture. How is it that we pray with Scripture? Well, I'll give you three easy steps. Read, listen, and reflect. If we take 10 minutes out of our day, 10 minutes in the morning before, before you start getting moving in your day, 10 minutes in the evening before we go to bed, or somewhere in between when you just can find 10 minutes of quiet, Try this some point this week. Think of a scripture that you like. Think of a book in the Bible that you know or that you heard of or that you like or like your favorite scripture, your favorite image. Begin first by reading. Read it once, read it twice, maybe three times, but nice and slowly. Second part, listen. Give God a space to talk. So often, I think, when we sit down to pray, we just like to tell God everything that we want, tell God everything that's going on in our hearts. Just give him a space to talk and listen. What, what thoughts, feelings, desires, things that are coming up that he might be trying to, to, to show you. And lastly, reflect. How is it that this scripture, how is it that these words of this sacred text relate to my life? From the very beginning, it may be awkward, might be hard, but it's okay. Because if we take, if we look at our relationship with God as something that's not just these moments of intensity, but that's an ongoing, consistent relationship, we'll find ourselves diving deeper and deeper into it, falling further and further in love 
with the God who loves us so much. Very simply, if we want to live, we want to strive to be the Christians, the Catholics, the men and women that God has created us to be, let's give him a chance to talk. Let's give him a chance to find us. Let's give him a chance to work within our heart in short periods at a time. Fall in love. I think we all have. And we all can continue to fall deeper and deeper in love with our Lord. But may all of us be bold enough to stay in love, to stay in that relationship with Him, to be persistent in our prayer. So that ultimately, God can decide the direction for our lives.